1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. I'm Kat Shear. We've got Scott Schweitzer with us, the Clydesdale, and a special guest, Travis Ellinghausen. You got it. First <laughs> try.
2: Nice work. Sweet.
1: I pride <laughs> myself on proper pronunciation. That's very good. Um, owner, founder, CEO, CFO, marketing all manager, of the above. all of that <laughs> for Vindicate. Okay. All of the above. I love it. Well, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad you're here. Um, how did we meet? How did we hook up? Do you know?
2: Pfft. Social media, I'm assuming. I... Wait,
0: you guys hooked up?
1: You know what I mean. How did we...
2: How right. did we... Hey, this, on, we're going deep. Right off the bat, <laughs> we're going deep. Here we go. <laughs> and by deep, I mean all the information.
1: Yes, 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 of course. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I guess we first interacted maybe... On the Sevon podcast?
2: Probably. Yeah, I would say probably. Probably through Sevon, because did- I was on jumping in Sevon's chat long before right. I knew Hiller. Okay. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I've met everybody was through and his then I
1: chat. Just, and I just knew that you were doing people's t shirts. So that's kind yep. of how I figured out and connected the dots there. But we only met just last week for the first time.
2: Yeah, I met a lot of people for the first time last week, including Hiller. Um, oh, really? But, uh, you know, a ton of people that listen to all the podcasts. I, I like, I'll jump on your guys. I jump on Savon's I jump on, get with the programming, pretty much kind of make the rounds through all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of people that were at Masters Fitness Collective that all came up. And, was oh Hiller God, at MFC? No. So okay. so I live for people that don't know, I live in Omaha, Um, to get to Fort Wayne, which is where MFC was, you have to go through Chicago, which is where Hiller lives. And I was trying to get him to go and he was way too busy. So as I crossed over the river, I sent him a a picture of the Chicago mileage sign. I told him I was coming to get him. He's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to the competition that I've been trying to get you to go to. He's like, are you coming this way? I said, "Yeah." go right through the east side of Chicago. He's like, I live 30 minutes from the interstate. Come over. like. Oh, All cool. right, cool. Yeah. It worked out perfectly. And it was nice because it was that's like six hours in for me on the drive. So it was like, right. great. Take a nice hour and a half break, chill out a little bit.
1: Did you get to um, meet Alexis?
2: No, she was working. He actually sent her a text and she was not happy.
1: Did you meet the dogs?
2: I met the dogs. I got okay, to see well, that cave. That's yeah, dogs the, only the important thing. thing, right?
1: I don't care about yeah. much else, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs. So, so, yeah, I got
2: to, got to see his whole setup. It was, it was really cool. It was a good way to cool. start it off. Um,
1: yeah, because you didn't know, make it to the games, right?
2: Did not make it to the games. Nope. I had a family vacation that we do every year that fell right at the same dates as the games.
1: Okay. You so, know what the dates of the games are next year, right?
2: I do, and working and? around that... Okay, working around it. Hopefully, we'll be there. All depends on finances. Everything sure. comes down to finances.
1: <laughs> Understood. But Understood. The goal well, is to be
2: there because. Speaking I mean,
1: of finances, is this your main gig or is this your yeah, side yeah, hustle?
2: This is this all is on the side. side hustle? It's it's my awesome. second main gig, I would say. So yeah, okay. I have a I have a full time job, um, creative director designer for a web development company. Okay. So it kind of like works together, which is nice. Um, but I never get a break because I work all day. So I work all day. I have three kids. Um, luckily, they're older. So they're, you know, if I need to do stuff, they're they're fine doing what they need to do. I have a, three daughters, 19, 16, and 13. Um, two of them born on the same day and their birthday is actually this Sunday. My, okay. uh, my 19 and my 16. So it'll be 20 and 17 on sunday yeah so no it's it's work all day and then come home and work basically till it you know minus activities that are going on um
1: yeah Yeah, you seem pretty active with the girls because they're into sports and stuff right
2: yeah 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 my youngest is my my oldest played volleyball club volleyball so there was always stuff going on with that mm-hmm. um my middle one does more like theater she does like backstage stuff um and stage oh. management and then my youngest plays basketball and volleyball so yeah we're we're in the thick of it pretty much all year round now that's it. it's non-stop so i like like for the next couple of months i have to put like all competition stuff on hold because basketball schedule has started so yeah, be,
1: but luckily, it sounds like we need get a little, little break in the spring.
2: I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I know for like competition wise, right now, I've got um, Charlotte Classic is coming up. That's Taylor South's competition mm-hmm. um, that he does every year. It's really big. Um, so I'm going to that. And then if Gabe from Paper Street keeps talking in my ear, I'll be at Wadapalooza. Um, hopefully, that's the goal. I know a lot of people will be at that one, so that would be really fun. And then there's a local, uh, I guess local in Des Moines. It's about two hours from here. Um, mm-hmm. They have a huge competition every year. They bring out in almost 600 athletes, um, and they do a three-day event in a, in kind of like a convention center area in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to do that one also, but it's literally like a week apart from Guadalajara so we'll see
1: and when you say do that what does that entail exactly
2: uh, but for me that's having a booth there um, okay. same same with the the company itself I do all the setup I do all the preparation I do all the sales my my luckily my daughters are into it so they they help out and my gosh they want to go to they want to go to Charlotte and they want to go to Miami and like, yeah, but you also have school. So. <laughs> so someday I'll get you there.
1: I don't blame uh, them at it's, all.
2: It's being, doing it all on my own. I mean, I gotta, I'm paying for the flights and paying for the hotels. It's, it's not a cheap endeavor. So that's why it's basically one competition at a time and right. see what happens.
1: The only nice thing is I assume you get paid time off from your real job, Right.
2: Do. Yes. Yep. And they're flexible. Um, mm-hmm. They under, They know what I'm doing. They it's funny. They joke. Cause like when all the, the stuff was going on with Hiller and with Noble and how everything kind of really ramped up right at that point. And they, you know, I was very transparent with them. I was like, look, I got this opportunity. I need to step on the gas and go. And they're just like, cool, go for it. <laughs> their, their stipulation was you can't quit.
1: <laughs>
2: nice. And I got asked that quite a bit. Like, you're not leaving, are you? Don't make this so successful that you're leaving.
1: Love it. That's great. Some, so you someday. do all the design. You do all the design work on the shirts, pretty much. Do all the design work. Sorry, I got a nasty glitter One second. <laughs> the sun's it's like, not even up. It's I am. Where super. Are
2: you? It's super windy, so all the bushes are blowing in the outside the door, and it's making the light all funky. Uh, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska.
1: Okay. So you're an hour hour behind us. We're on the yeah, East Coast.
2: five oh eight here. So yeah. yeah hour it's behind. Dark. It's it's dark here already. Not there yet. I think we do we have time change on Sunday.
1: Yes.
0: I think I read that. Are you
1: freaking yes.
0: kidding
2: me? No. No, it's
1: good. We get an extra hour.
0: We go back. Do we though I see yeah. It's dark I, all the time.
2: So what? I don't get an extra hour. So I my day, I'll give you the rundown of my day. Okay. I get up. So having three kids, full-time job, this job also, I get up at usually 415 to 430, head to the gym, um, work out as long as I can until I have to leave to get kids to school, go to work, come home, do more work, and hopefully by 10 o'clock I'm able to go to bed. Mm. So they are very long days, but definitely worth it.
1: It's, yeah. And it's
2: it's cool to be able to be doing something with a with something that I love to do, you know. A lot of people don't get to do that. They get to go to a really sucky job and I get to do something that's involved that's involved with the sport that I like.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the sport that you like, how did what is your CrossFit origin story? How long ago did you start getting into health and fitness?
2: I started six years ago. Um and I, I actually got started. So I'd always gone to the gym, you know, doing the basic global gym stuff. Um, so somebody that I worked with her brother had the CrossFit gym that I started at. And, um, she's like, Hey, I, they're wondering if you would be interested in doing any marketing stuff for I was like, cool, I can do that. So I did marketing, design, photography, everything like that for this gym. So I kind of just threw that I was like, all right well maybe I'll give it a try and see how it goes um started doing it and I was like like everybody you start it and you get hooked except so the the shitty thing is sorry try to watch my language (laughs) the uh because I have a very bad mouth unfortunately um everybody has that first workout you know that they've done and I'm pretty sure I I can't remember exactly what day it was it was either a Wednesday or a Friday I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do my first class. And I show up for this, not knowing nothing, I show up for the six o'clock class, which many times is not a very big class. I was the only one there. And the workout was Karen. Oh, 150 Uh, 150 wall wall balls balls. by myself. (laughs) Wow. So if you want Karen to suck, go do it by yourself. If you want it to suck worse, I should say.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: So yeah, that was, I came back, so it's all good. It was funny because I, you know, I'd done work with the gym prior well, to were
0: that. Were you able to go to the bathroom after that?
1: I think I was. I well, I mean, did you first, not throw up? No. I mean, oh, no, I, got, every, I got through it. every single first client that I've had, new, new client that I've accidentally given them wall balls to do in their like first or second workout, a hundred percent of them have vomited. In my gym. Oh my God, no! Yeah.
2: See, I, maybe I was in that's halfway it. decent shape. Fine, I don't know.
1: Right?
2: Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if I'd like. I mean, because I went to a global gym, if I'd ever really done a wall ball before, mm-hmm. so it was Were you it was like I have
1: no idea. <laughs> was Can I? Can parallel so now?
2: That's oh yeah. Now <laughs> okay. well, it depends on the day. I'm 46 <laughs> now, so it depends on the day. I do I do Hiller's programming and. So I started that, I don't know, um, six months ago or so. And I've, I've told him for anybody who knows Hiller and he's on his TRT journey, I told him, dude, since you've started TRT, I swear your workouts have gotten worse. Like They're you are running me into the ground. <laughs> so yeah, I've kind of, I've done a little bit of everything. I mean, programming. So I guess now um, the gym that I go to, um, is it's a, it's a more of an Olympic lifting gym. Um, okay. it's not a, it's not an affiliate. Um, but I helped build the actual space that they're in. It's actually the second location that I helped them build. And it was a, it was a former member, um, of the gym I was at. She had left and she's like, you know, I think I'm going to open the gym. It's like, cool. She messaged me. She's like, you want to help me build it? Cause I had been <laughs> building like plyo boxes and stuff like that for people. It's like, yeah, you want me to help me build this location out? It's like, sure, got me free membership. Why not? Free membership for life.
1: Travis, I want to ask you something because you seem like the kind of person that is always wanting to help people out. Mm-hmm. I, you're always sort of supporting the underdog and trying to get you know um, people out there in the open that need exposure for their businesses or things like that, and even just what you're telling us now about how. You know, you helped, you were making boxes for people and you were helping, you know, build the gym and everything else. What, what is that about you that sort of is part of your DNA? Like, how'd you grow up? Did you have lots of brothers and sisters? Did you, were you always having to sort of work? You've got this work ethic that it's just.
2: Always works. Yeah. So my like background, I grew up in a town called Carroll, Iowa. Um, It's about two hours from here, from, uh, from Omaha. Mm -hmm. Um, small town, 10, probably at the time when I was there, probably 10,000 people. So, you know, not a big, big city by any means. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up learning how to work. My, my mom drove, well, when I was younger, my mom worked basically in a cafe serving tables and whatnot. Um, my dad drove truck. He drove semi for, uh, archway cookies way back in the day. I don't even think they're around anymore. Um, Never had archway cookies. You've missed out. I ate ten thousand of them. I swear.
1: <laughs> um, so, so yeah, good. I mean,
2: like learning. I, my dad wasn't around a lot just because of work, and it's what he had to do. Um, he was gone like four days, four, three and a half, four days a week, and then he'd be mm-hmm. home, and then he would have to leave again. So he had basically had a route. So my mom basically took care of everything around the house. Um, so yeah, I mean, I. I'm a lot like my mom. I take care of everything around the house. So I learned learned a lot from that. Um, we didn't grow up with a ton of money, but may do. I, I, it's funny, I, I, it's how things kind of come full circle. When your kids ask you for something and you're like, no, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need it. I know you'd like to have it, but no, you don't need that. Because that's how we grew up. Like, yeah, it'd be great to have it, but sorry to, got to work for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, luckily I grew up in a generation and a time when at 14 you could get a job easily. It's harder to do now. Not a lot of places will hire 14. So from the day I turned 14, I had a job. Um, worked at Hardee's of all places, flipping burgers, working the front front de- or uh, cashier and all that stuff. Um, I went from that to probably the hardest job I've ever had um, working in terrazzo and tile. And if you don't know what that is, terrazzo is basically, it's like marble. So if you go to a mall or any big uh, office location, you look at the floor and it's like crushed rock that's inside of um, cement, that's terrazzo and the rock is in 100 pound bags and you have to load them all into trucks and load them off the trucks and it's extremely messy uh very long days very wet because all that stuff has to be mixed together with cement and water um but like i said that was probably the hardest job i've ever had just, uh, physically and it was one of those where you really learn what you don't want to do as you get older, <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't need that as a career.
1: Were you uh, Were you artistic growing up?
2: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I was dabbling in art always. Um, never got away from it. I did. I majored in graphic design in college. I went to college in uh, Sioux City, Iowa, Morningside College. Um, graduated with a graphic design degree and mass communication minor. Okay, so. Design is basically the only job I've had since graduating from college. So it just kind of, like I said, it carried over into what I, what I do now. Um, I've always had, other than my first job out of college, which is actually corporate, it was for an engineering firm, um, still on the design side. And we had to dress up and wear ties and all that crap. Um, Thankfully got away from that. And I've pretty much been in t-shirts ever since. So I was well, like, well, I really like t-shirts. Why don't I just design my own? Um, so, yeah, it works out good. I design all my that, own clothing. That's the
0: leap? <laughs> yeah. You just said one day I really like them, so I'm going to make some? I'm going to make my <laughs> own. So, uh,
2: okay, so here, we'll go full circle. We'll go all the way back to being. So not all the way back. Company beginning. Um, I didn't actually start Vindicate. From the beginning, it was a buddy of mine that we were working together at the engineering firm. Um, He actually came up with the idea um, and wanted, he was just asking me about it. He's like, hey, what do you think of this? So we, like, yeah, let's get some shirts made. And it was was a different logo and design and everything. Um, What year is this, Travis? So that was, believe it or not, that was almost 20 years ago. I was actually oh, wow. looking at dates today because I'm like, I want to make sure I have this right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was almost 20 years ago because I remember my my first daughter was born, I think, the same year that we got started. Oh, wow. Um, and it was geared more towards, so I grew up skateboarding, biking, rollerblading. I shouldn't say that out loud. Um, <laughs> you know, more action sports stuff. And Steve did also, the, the gentleman who started the the whole thing. Um, so we, that's the kind of the market we were going after it was all really big around here. So we were kind of going that direction. Then it, it just kind of, it fizzled out over time. Um, we dabbled here and there just with the, with different designs. And then basically it came to a point where I was really getting into mixed martial arts. Um, and I was thinking about the name and what it meant and what it could represent. I was like, well, shit, this transfers over easily in the mixed martial arts. Um, so I just started reaching out to people. There were two really good fighters out of Omaha that were actually twin brothers um, that both ended up going into the UFC. So I was doing some work with them. Um, and actually one of the gyms that they were training out of um, started, I did logo work and design work for them. So started making some headway um, in mixed martial arts and got to do like Joe Ellenberger is the, one of the twins and he made it to UFC. So I did his fight shorts and his, they used to be able to hold like banners and stuff over the octagon with all their sponsor logos and stuff like that. So I was doing his, their walkout shirts and that's sort of that, that picture uh, with me and Dana White that got shared the other day. So that's, that's from, we were actually going to Baltimore. Both of them were supposed to fight on that card and both of their fights got canceled. Um, So that kind of sucked, but it was still a good trip. Um, So making some good headway in that. And then the Reebok deal with the UFC got started and they basically chopped off any outside sponsorships. Um, as far as what could be on their shirts, their shorts, their banners, all that, they they went more of the I don't want to say corporate, but cleaned it up for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, well, that is going to make this extremely difficult. Um, and it wasn't long after that that I started getting into CrossFit. I was like, well, this transition's perfect. It it works exactly the same as it did in all these other sports the design holds up the logo holds up the name holds up like i'm just going to start marketing towards crossman and and build this company so in uh 20 did your partner did your
1: partner exit had he been gone yeah
2: yeah so when i started doing the mixed martial arts stuff he wasn't into it and he was just like you know what if you want it go for it run Mm -hmm. with it so super cool um so yeah and in 2016 i was like all right Here we go made the llc made it all official um and just built it on my own slowly it's nothing like you know it's one of those deals where people will see it on social media and like oh wow look at this it's like started one shirt at a time
1: no idea yeah
2: white literally one shirt at a time
1: yeah Um, i actually um started an apparel company about six years ago i think I, I probably never properly shut down the LLC at all. <laughs> um, so I'm sure the state of Delaware will come back and try to, saying, to come after me taxes at some point.
2: Doing? But uh,
1: I mean, we never sold an item, so it wasn't. It was all oh, just okay. an idea. But we had like a logo, we had a name. You know, I had incorporated, and we we're going down that path. And then I just never. But it was called "Lifting in Sin," was oh, the name nice, of it, <laughs> nice. instead of "Living in Sin." So I I
2: like it. Probably you know,
1: not the best virtues to have. As a married woman, but whatever.
2: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's the hardest thing for me is because I don't have a business or accounting background. That has probably been the hardest part for me. I mm -hmm. want to design and do pretty pictures and do all the cool stuff. So sitting down and doing accounting and bookkeeping and taxes and all that crap. I'm just like, oh my God, I've learned a lot. Luckily, uh, nobody's come knocking on my door yet from the IRS. So, so far I'm doing well.
0: Yeah, that's not the fun part of being a small business owner at all. No, it's not. Um, You know, even what we do here, you know, we're trying to be creative and doing what we're doing. And there is that back end for us too that just is dreadful.
1: Mm -hmm. And I
0: do have a business degree and it's Uh still dreadful. (laughs) I've luckily
2: met up with the right amount of people and, and it's one of the coolest things. Like I, I really, it really sank in um, at masters fitness collective with, with how collaborative everybody is. Like we're all competing, but everybody was more than willing to give out tips, what to do, what not to do, set up your stuff this way. Don't use this. Don't use that. I mean, it's, Everybody helps each other out, which is awesome.
0: So primarily you're, you're an online business, but you do go to these events mm-hmm. as a small business owner. Where do you, where do you get more bang for your buck? Is it because I know there's a lot of cost involved in just getting to a location. Yep. You know, you mentioned hotel gas, all of that, but you have to bring all your stuff with you too. And yeah. If you can't fit it in the car. You got to ship it there.
2: Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of both. Cause like at the events, I mean, if especially if you can be out there and people can get your name, you know, and that's, that's one of the reasons that I jump in on a lot of the podcasts is to get the name out there. You know, I want, I want to be in the show, a part of the show and be involved, but it's getting my name out there. Um, because surprisingly, the, the, probably the one of the other biggest surprises while I was at, Masters Fitness Collective, is people had, there were people that had no idea what this shirt meant. They had no idea who Hiller was. And it was, it was like, what? How do not know who this person is. And then you realize, yeah, there's a lot out there that people don't know about. Um, So yeah, I'm online, I'm on social media, you know, people share stuff, I do this kind of stuff, and they still don't know who you are. So you take something like Masters Fitness Collective where I can go to that event and get in front of fresh faces, 600 people. Yeah, all fresh faces who had never seen any of this stuff. And then they buy something and they share it. Um, it's, I don't know, as far as bang for the buck, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I did well at Masters Fitness Collective. It was a great event. Um, I learned, so it's funny after after I booked a few, different events and masters fitness collective was only my third event I've I've done two locally. Um, and then I had signed up for MFC per paper street coffee, talking me into it. Gabe has a way with words. <laughs> He'll talk you into anything. He does. Um, but it worked out really well. It was, it was a 10 hour drive. So that sucked. Um, I had to borrow my dad's truck cause I have a, I have a Taurus. So you can only haul so much in the Taurus. And there's no way. I mean, I literally filled my dad's truck from the entire bed. The extended cab and the front seat was full because you've got all the clothing, all the displays, the booth, the tables, the, the racks that I'm hanging stuff on, you know, extra supplies. And it's a lot of stuff. Um, I'm, the one in Charlotte going to be a big learning experience because that that's it's a 12 hour I think it's over twelve-hour drive, so like I'm not doing that. Um, so how many athletes are at that one? Ship you know? everything. I don't know what his find account count is. He ended registration either yesterday or today. Um, from what I've heard, is basically everybody in the CrossFit space around that area comes to the competition. So okay. it should that's have good. a really good turnout, and the gym's really big. Um, I just so I just know really that MFC. MSE...
1: MFC just had so many athletes that, yeah. you know, you double triple that for people that are coming to watch and things like that. I'd also be curious to know, as you do more of these um, to find out if some of the master's population just spend more money. I mean, we know right. for a fact that they have probably more money to spend. Yes. Um, so it'd be interesting to see sort of how that works.
2: Yeah. That'll be, we'll be, it'll be interesting to see, like I said, it's going to be a learning experience because mm-hmm. there is, you know, the, like you said, the flights, the car rentals, the house, Um, there's a lot of expenses with it with traveling and it's actually one of those deals after I'd booked all these, I'd, I'd heard, uh, Roy from barbell voodoo. He was on, um, best hour of their day podcast and I watched it. I was like, Oh, that was really good. I just sent him a message on Instagram and this kind of goes with that, how helpful people are. Mm -hmm. I sent him a, a DM on Instagram. I was like, that was a great show. Super informative. Thanks for sharing everything. And he had messaged me back within 30 minutes. And I was out on a walk for almost an hour just around my neighborhood. And we chatted the whole time. And he was like, do this. Don't do that. Um, he, I was telling him where I was going. He's like, dude, that's aggressive. <laughs> He's like, pick a four-hour radius from where you live and hit all those 1st <laughs> like, right. not too late. I've already booked everything.
1: <laughs> that's cool, though. So, that's- yeah, it'll be... That attitude is just like CrossFitters too, though. You know, I mean, it's not surprising to me because we're all like that when we compete against each other, but we're rooting for each other too. It's just a really unique thing. And, you know, with the exception of one or two media companies, everybody wants to help each other out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. it's this, this environment's been amazing with everybody helping out.
1: That's great. So
0: (laughs) you're a very laid back. You're a very laid back guy and getting to know you, I just met you at, at master's fitness collective as well, but we've talked online in chat, stuff like that. How does a guy that's so laid back and chill take on the corporate entities that you've taken on? <laughs> Cause I don't and fucking care. <laughs> how much do you enjoy it?
2: Um, it's, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's just with those. It's not just me a lot. I get a lot of egging on from, from Hiller, and for those who don't know, we got to cease and desist um, on the original no rep shirt uh, because it. And I knew when we did it that it was probably going to happen. It took longer than I thought it would. Um, so I don't know. I just roll with it. Whatever happens, happens. Noble was cool. They gave me three weeks to sell off what I had. They didn't. They didn't come after me for, per se. Um,
1: I feel, like, I feel like it, you sold more it, that way. I mean, really with the press that you got from it, from the cease and desist, it had to have helped you a little bit because they became like collector's items sort of.
2: Yeah. So I'll spill this and it's too late now because they can't do anything. So we had it up for what, three months
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, roughly um, before the company reached out and said, hey, you need to stop. We sold more in three weeks than we did in those first three months.
1: Right. So So it was,
2: it it is what it is. Play nice. It would have been a lot cooler if they just maybe sent us an email and said, Hey, could you guys maybe not do this (laughs) versus an actual letter from a lawyer? I was like, I think that might be what pissed off Hiller more than anything was Mm -hmm. an actual formal letter from a lawyer. It's like, are you kidding me? You guys, I always joke that it was a way for the lawyers to make some money. No noble didn't even know what was going on. The lawyers found out, and they're like, "Hey, here's a couple hundred or a couple uh, hundred dollars. Couple you can get let's write letter. this lawyer or yeah. let's write this letter." Um.
0: So who else have I taken pin- on? <laughs> well, you doubled down. So they made it. They made a shirt that is handed out at level. Oh ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have you doubled down on that, um, which is nothing that they can copyright or make a cease and desist because it's right. just. A quote. Yep. And Um, I did
2: my research on that one. Uh, Yeah. I, so, and I won't blame Castro for it with when he came out and said, Greg never said those, the words about the fun is in the community. I did my research, reached out to people who are extremely close to Greg. uh, And they confirmed, yes, Greg has said that. Uh, One of them said, I just asked Greg. Yes, he has said that. So Did my research on that one because and it wasn't even a matter of proving anybody wrong. It was a matter of I don't want to put out a shirt that's not true. I don't want to put Greg's name on it and then have it, you know, get all these orders and then all of a sudden I find out, hey, he didn't really say that, right? And
1: and maybe that's why Noble didn't put his name on it, right? Like they added that and that was what it was. So
2: we know why they didn't why they didn't put his name on it.
1: Yeah, we do.
2: Unfortunately,
0: so along with that. You decided to give away an L1 to people who bought that shirt. Yep. So, what, why, why did you feel that was necessary? And, uh, and just how to walk us through that process?
2: Yeah, that was one that I mean, I was, it was funny because I was, I saw everything that was going on with the, with the knowable shirt. Um, so, when I was driving to Masters Fitness Collective, I was like, I could make that shirt and make it right. And I had that thought on the way. And then when I stopped and saw Hiller, we were talking and we, we started talking about Noble. He goes, have you seen that shirt? He said, we should make a shirt. I was like, I was thinking about that on the way here that we should make the shirt. So yes, we're going to make this shirt. Um, and then I just, I thought about it more throughout the weekend. It's was like, all right, Sevon's big push is the L1. He's always said, Greg's big push is the L1. Let's spice it up a little bit. Let's, give away an L1. It's like, I know I'm going to sell enough shirts to be able to help cover the cost of it. So why not? The, the, the community through everything that they've done for me, as far as helping grow this thing, I got to pay them back somehow. So I'm going to help somebody else out. Um, I know, I know not personally because I haven't done the L1, but I know the knowledge that's in there. And if there's somebody that's actually interested in it, cost is a huge factor. It's it's a life-changing event. But when you have to fork over a 1000 or $1,200 to do it, some people can't do it. Um, so I was like, all right, I have the money for it. Let's do it. Um, so it was just, why not? It's really cool because the winner of it like it literally gave me goosebumps when he messaged me back because he had just the, the gentleman who won it is a he's actually a masters athlete which was cool for me because I'm masters um, he was attempting to qualify um, working on and attempting to qualify for the game so he's competitive and he he had a really bad competition like a week and a half ago, 2 weeks ago and he was just like, man, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what to do. And he said when he got that email, he was just like, fuck yeah, let's go. This is That's it.
1: awesome.
2: So it like completely reinvigorated him. Um so yeah, when he he had gone to a training session cuz I announced it on Sevon show, um that was the the initial announcement. So he hadn't seen it yet. So he's like, yeah, I just got done with an hour and a half at the gym. I opened my email. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, so, oh yeah, there we go. (laughs) That's the winner. It was, it was very cool. So he's already signed up, ready to go. He's not wasting any time.
0: That is so cool. He's comparing it to a Powerball. (laughs) And the fact that, that's why you're such a good dude. And that's why I wanted to do this business small business series that we're doing because there's so many good dudes like you out there as small business owners in this space that need to be highlighted and need to be featured because you're doing so many good things for the community. Try so it. I have one, one last um, copyright question and Uh-oh. it's more on the personal side. Okay. So you made you made a masters athlete shirt that you had at Masters Fitness Collective that was in the font of a famous, famous musician.
2: <laughs> oh shit. Who who really likes to go after people.
0: Yeah, really.
2: I haven't gotten so, anything on that one.
0: <laughs> how much did you have to take because I saw original like stuff you put out on social that was a lot closer? To the real thing than what oh, yeah, it ended yeah. up being sure so
2: which that would have one, been
0: fucking awesome uh, i would have bought if a if dozen that, if it was uh, no, that
2: if i could have made that shirt it was the uh if anybody's seen the metallica master of puppets album cover so i i had made that just as a promotion piece for going to masters fitness collective um no intention of making that a shirt but that that full design as as a shirt but damn i wish it could because it looks, I mean, it would be like a concert tee. So it has the it has the metallic or the Masters Athlete logo at the top with strings coming down into a graveyard that's full of assault bikes. <laughs> so if it's you've awesome. ever seen the Master of Puppets yeah. uh, album cover, it replicated that, and that that was literally just promo. Nothing that was actually made. I wore A Zombie <laughs> wants me to wants to work in my sweatshop.
1: So Chav, I want to give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about some of the things you've got coming up. Um, I know that you are launching some new apparel, some new pieces. Yeah, talk about that.
2: Yeah, I mean that's it's kind of the next step for the business, I guess. Cause like I mean, quite literally, anybody can do what I do. If you got some design skills, you can buy the equipment. I do some of the stuff that I make is just with a heat press and vinyl. You find the right materials that hold up and they work great. Um, if I know the orders are going to be bigger, then I'd go full screen, screen printing on it. Um, so I can, I can make stuff at home or I can, I can send it off to a printer. So literally anybody can do it. If, if this dumbass can do it, anybody can do it. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, for me, like the next steps to kind of get out of that anybody can do it deal is branching out into different products um working on a women's jogger right now that is that isn't just like a sweatpant jogger it's a it's a not more of a nylon super soft material um, you have people testing it out for you? <laughs> my training partner is female, and okay. I literally had to beg to get them back from her so I could take okay. pictures because she okay. loves them. Awesome. Um, so those should be actually put in the request for the order for those today. And I'm doing everything kind of small run and see what happens because mm-hmm. I can always get more. It's, it's one of those deals where I, I don't have a stockpile of money. I don't have investors. I pay for all this shit out of pocket. So it's, everything's a risk that I do um i literally started when i was kind of going shirt by shirt i I had 200 dollars in the bank and it was like all right let's see, what, see happens. what happens yeah but i got a really good tax return one year and it was like okay i'm going to buy a heat press and make these shirts and see what happens um so it's starting everything small um So, yeah, the joggers will be coming out. Those I'm hoping to have mid-month. It depends on how fast I can get them.
1: Are they just Vindicate branded?
2: Yes. Yep. Yep. And then I'll have uh, working on a men's short. I've been testing those out, figuring out the right fit and style of those. Uh, Women's leggings, working on those. Those are are a pain to test just because of the material. Um, making sure they hold up. I've had some that hold up fine to a barbell, and some that, on the first use, they just start to pill in the front. Mm-hmm. So that that testing is a pain in the butt because um, you can ruin stuff pretty quickly. Sure. But but I think those are kind of the next steps. Um, and do you sell equipment? No, no, no equipment. That was just okay. the equipment company was just part of the name got it that, okay uh, that it came that came about right, um, would you ever
1: consider doing that or no
2: uh maybe maybe someday uh it's, okay. i mean just price wise it's super expensive to do so mm-hmm. need more colors in my joggers so we got what color do you want keith and get <laughs> be more, more specific colors. <laughs> be specific I mean, who doesn't
1: want black that's not you helpful know.
2: Black and black camo. Are there any other colors? Right. No. <laughs> it's all I wear. I'm terrible. I, wear. I don't branch. Out. I have I, I have the tie dye stuff on there now. So and and that's the other thing. Like with with the stuff that I carry, I make sure the quality is going to be there. I'm not going to carry stuff that fits like a cardboard and is scratchy or just has a weird fit. I make sure that it's going to fit properly. Um. <laughs>
0: what so so let me ask you this you, you you're you're doing this company and then and then you you hook up with Savon and Hiller. yeah does that give the business a bump and now they're people oh. are like circling back around to your vindicate brand stuff it's because the quality is like this i'm wearing this shirt it is so comfortable I've never,
2: even, even from the beginning when it was barely a business, I never went cheap on shirt, like shirts, especially because I wear them all the time. I'm not going to go with a cheap, scratchy, boxy, crusty shirt. I've always, you know, and, and do I spend a little bit more on my end? Yeah. But I don't want, I don't want somebody to get it and be like, ew, that sucks. I'm not going to buy those anymore. You know, I want people to come back and get more and, and feel good, look good. You know, you, if you look good, you work, you work harder. Um, and if, if your stuff fits good, you work harder. Um, yeah, because I've, especially with my kids being in their sports and we go to these events and they get those shirts at
1: Ugh, they're terrible. different events
2: and they are the cheapest, crappiest shirts that they're still charging 30 bucks for. Like these things are awful um so yeah i don't uh i don't skimp on anything um to, but to go back to your question yet you the bump has i i'm not gonna get emotional um <laughs> the changes that happen and it's weird like so with Sevan, i i'll kind of go back to it with seven i was in his chat basically and i would hear rumblings of not to talk bad about them, but the, the apparel issues that he was having with people not getting their stuff or getting the wrong, getting the wrong things. And I would just get in the chat. And like, Hey, I know somebody I can do that for you. Yeah. And it was literally like, Oh shit. I don't know how long it went on months probably. And finally one day he was like, all right, let's try it and see what happens. Um, so yeah, getting the name out there. I knew Savon before Hiller. I I talked crap about Hiller to Savon before I knew Hiller because I it was that it was right at the time when I think Hiller we was all getting, did. Yeah, I mean it was right at the time where he was getting popular. like, who is this guy and what is he doing? Um. So yeah, I mean the the bump from those guys was insane. I mean it it basically changed everything. It made it a legit company for the most That's part. Awesome. Um, so you know, that kind of goes back, Scott, to what you were saying about giving back to other people. I've people have given me stuff. Um, Gabe from Paper Streets, probably one of the most giving people you can get. He will, he'll give you a shirt off his back if you need it. Um, so to be at like that, Mas, Masters Fitness Collective and have his booth, he lit. So I got in to MFC super late on Friday or, uh, No, Thursday. And I didn't have time to get apparel set up. I'd gotten the booth and everything set up. Um, So then the next morning, you know, Gabe's the coffee company. I'm going to be there bright and early because people are there getting coffee. And he's literally like directing people towards my booth. And I don't even have stuff set up. (laughs) But that's, that's the kind of person he is. He's like, hey, here's your coffee. Hey, go check out some apparel. And it was like that the whole weekend so it's yeah he's yeah, next on our with. list
1: to talk to for good. sure. good
2: awesome yeah he's he's killing it right now it's so cool and that's what's cool they like to get to know all these people and just see how they're all going crazy and and then you get people asking you hey are you coming to this event that's really cool I'm i had yourself, i scott. Had, yeah scott you were muted i had the guy who <laughs> he's got a competition the week before the games, and he's like, "I want you to come down." Like, we have to see because mm. it's a week before the games. But it was another one, kind of like MFC, where they've got 600 athletes. He's like, "Dude, I'd love to have you come down there." Wow, people are actually asking me to come now. Cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, you awesome. guys
0: are just great dudes, man. It was so fun meeting you guys. Um, and again. Before we, before we let you go, where can people get your shirts, your apparel? What's your Instagram? What's your website? All that stuff.
2: Everything, so I keep everything at Vindicate down there. Vindk.com um, is the website. Vindicate on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't do Twitter a whole lot anymore because it's a dumpster fire. Um, but yeah, everything's available out there. Got casual shorts, sweatpants, shirts, hoodies, working on some crew necks. I've heard people saying they want crew necks. So working sure. on possibly doing some crew neck sweatshirts and I try and stay as active as, my, as much as I can on social. and Anything that comes out new, I
1: throw it out there. How do, my how my do problem we get, is
2: I come out with too many things.
1: <laughs> how do we get you a, to make us a t-shirt, Travis. I got
2: to find time. (laughs) I literally have, I, I have to turn stuff down right now. I mean, I've got people asking about shirts for their events or for their gym. And I'm like, I don't have the time. Yeah. Which is a great problem to have. And that's where it's getting to, it's getting to that point of figuring out what's next. um, Which is very cool. To be able to be in that spot. It's, and it's, it's hard when you got three kids and you got to figure out, okay, can I afford to take this leap and see what happens? And then I, I go down a lot of rabbit holes on YouTube with people that have businesses and like, you're not going to grow it until you take the leap. Yeah. Cause right now, you know, you're getting held back and stuff that you could potentially want to do.
1: I don't so, know anyone else in that position right now.
0: Right. Funny,
1: It's crazy.
0: It's scary. Well, Nick, Nick from wad zombie saying good things about everybody in the chat is saying great things about you. Um, any, any other new designs you got, like your evil mind is coming up with, uh, in the next couple months, or are you kind of taking a break?
2: Um, not, and that's what I was saying with like coming out. I come out with too many things too often. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, cool design. Let's put it out there. There's no schedule. There's no season. There's a, we'll hear my fall line. I'm working on, I hear people doing that. I'm like, (laughs) how do you plan for a fall line? I just make something to put it out. Um,
1: Well, a lot of it's reaction to what's happening in our environment and right in our, in our ecosystem. So you can't, there's no, never a plan for that.
2: (laughs) And I'm, I got to stop coming up with more stuff because I'm running out of room. I'm (laughs) storage is, probably one of my big, aside from time and money, storage is a giant problem. Um, So that could be down the road as well. But yeah, as far as new designs, not anything in particular other than the expanded products. So the joggers getting those out, I really want to get the shorts out and see how those go. Cause for me, I look at, I know costs involved. um, And I look at what some of these companies are charging and I'm like, are you kidding me? I will not. You can, I'll try and say hold me to this. I'm not putting a $90 price tag on a pair of shorts. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of work goes into some of these, but as a single father of three kids, and I know I'm not the only one in those types of positions and working full time, I want to be able to have stuff that's affordable. Uh, will I make less money? Maybe. I'm not going to lose money. So if I can make stuff that's affordable and still holds up, that's my goal.
0: So here's, here's my last question. You had to, you said you that to two questions ago.
2: <laughs> that's okay. It's,
0: it's, it's my show, Travis. I can, I, I can <laughs> modify on the fly. I'm not, I'm not telling you how to do it. <laughs> so you had to take the leap to bet on yourself. Now you're kind of in that position as a small business owner that you're, you're growing into a medium-sized business. It's going to take another leap. Do you have it in you to make that next leap? Or do you just want to stay in the small, small business space? Um, I would like to,
2: for sure. That It's a, it's a very scary jump to make, um, when it, you know, cause I have a steady job with a good salary and, to just have that all go away. It's like, oh boy. But everything that I read and listen to, like, that's the pressure that it takes to make it happen to just basically figure it out. Um, and when you got three kids, that's tough to do my, you know, one of my big goals, not, just as far as where the company can go, but for me as a whole is for my kids to look at what I did and go, "Holy crap, That's really cool. Dad put the work in. I mean they they see the work that goes into it. They helped me uh, pack the orders when I had had Hiller's very first run of shirts when we when we launched those, um, <clears throat> I was gonna do a pre-order for a week. And just to kind of see what happens, I kind of this guy's got a following. We'll see what happens. I had to because I didn't know what to, what to expect, I had to shut the ordering off in twenty four hours because I got eight hundred orders in twenty four hours, and I thought, how am I going to fill these?" <laughs> <laughs> I literally have no idea how this is going to work because I didn't expect it. Um, so i had I had to borrow three eight foot folding tables that I set up in my living room. And we literally, my entire living room was covered in shirts. Um, So me, my kids and a couple of their friends were in here just with a production line, getting shirts sent out. Um, So they've, they've seen it and how it's grown. It was probably one of the coolest things with not being at the games, which sucked. Um, my, so my whole family does CrossFit. My brother owns a CrossFit gym back home. My mom goes to classes. His kids do the classes. My kids um, will do it every once in a while. So when we were on vacation and we were taking breaks throughout the day, you know, we we turn the games on, have it on the TV. And they're, you know, everybody's watching it. And they were literally like, that's a Hiller shirt. <laughs> I see Hiller. They were just, they were just like, and, it, and it, to me it was like, that was almost like the moment that they really kind of realized how big everything was. Cause they saw it on TV. <laughs> it took that.
1: Um, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: Cool. So that's goal. Number one. Yeah. Having the company is cool, but if my kids can look at it and go, that's pretty cool. That's, that's my biggest goal by far. And to yeah. possibly whether, <laughs> You know, and if if it's something they want, my youngest she loves going to the events um, and helping out. I did. Um, oh god, what was it? Uh, Girls going RX. Um, my daughter ran almost all the sales. Like she was ringing everybody up. Taught her how to do it. Um, so and she, so she's young and she can't she can't get a job yet. So I pay her like you pack orders, I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's always asking when the next big thing's gonna come through.
1: And That's she, I mean, awesome. her,
2: her friends ask, I've had some of her friends over to help pack orders when stuff was super busy. And they're like, I need money too. Can I come over?
1: <laughs> That's great. Sure. Well, I'm looking forward to the, the joggers to come out for sure. And we absolutely think you're cool, Travis. So nice. I just want to thank you for taking the time to let us get to know you a little bit better and uh, for letting it. us showcase your small business, uh, soon to be medium sized business. And hopefully you take that leap and, Join the rest of us crazies out here in this uh, space. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, more events.
2: More that, that, that would probably be a big goal for next year is to get to more events. Um, whether they're big ones or small ones, I don't know. Still figuring well, all that out.
1: If there's anything we can do to help you with that, you let us know. We'll be happy Will to do, do that awesome. for you. Okay. All right. Thanks, well, thanks again. Appreciate it. Have a good night.
2: You too.
0: Thank you so much for joining Clydesdale Media for today's episode if you like what you hear hit that like button hit the subscribe button and make sure you hit the notifier so you're the first to know when new episodes are out thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time with cladsdale media